Coming up next on 2NURFM, we're talking travel with Sally Lucas. Joining me, Jane Klein, and we're joined by special guest Margaret Sibra from Bunnick Tours. We'll be looking at small group travelling. Sally Lucas, a special guest today. We certainly do. We have Margaret Sibra with us from Bunnick Tours and Margaret's here specifically to talk about the benefits of small group touring, which is coming on its own these days, Jane. A lot more people are wanting to travel in in smaller groups. So it's nice that we've got Margaret. Welcome. Thank you. And just why is smaller better? Well, um, Sally, there's various reasons why smaller is better. Um, Obviously, with a smaller group, you have less time waiting. Um, Getting on and off a coach, for example, coach touring, um, less time to check in at hotels. Um, We have more variety in hotel choices. And uh, with a smaller group, it just is easier and quicker. Absolutely. And also you get more time, I guess, with your guest to guide you know, better. You can Absolutely. ask questions and you can interject more when there's only a small group Abs- as opposed to a group of, say, you know, 35 or 40. If you've got 20 or less, mm. um, you know, then the benefits are there, aren't there as well from that point of view? For sure. Um, particularly with a small group, if you're at a, um, you know, a popular site and there's and there's many larger um, coach tours um Coming along, yes. you'll see a lot with headsets on. Yes. We tend to be able to keep the group smaller and have more time with the guide one-on-one. Yes, that, which is a great idea. And also um, you get more room on the coach too with less people. That's right. Um, with a uh, smaller group, depending on the coach, uh, the size of the coach, yes. you've got much more room to spread out. Everyone um, hopefully gets a window seat and uh, you don't have to clamour over people to take those uh, special shots. Those lovely photos that you don't want to miss out on. And I guess the other thing too is um, larger groups logistically sometimes cannot get to out-of-the-way places or, for example, visiting um, a winery or a cheese farm where sometimes they don't even have large groups or allow large groups. So I guess, again, this is where small group touring can come onto its own, isn't it, and offering these extra little special benefits that you might not get as a large coach operator. That's right. With a smaller group, um, we do, you know, you can tend to get out to those smaller places off the beaten track, so to speak, Mm -hmm. um, and certainly visit those special places that Mm. uh, the bigger coaches can't logistically get into. And I mean, those special places, of course, are the ones that will stick in your memory, won't they? That's right. At the end of the trip, that all you'll just flash back and think, oh, wow, do you remember that day in the vineyards in Tuscany, sitting on the hillside, sipping a glass of wine, you know, or whatever it may be, So, or a small little boutique restaurant, which of course can't take large groups in either so they get all these little benefits along the way of of being in a small group and also you get to know your fellow traveller a lot better when there's less of you Mm. and you make better friendships I think as well. That's right. Whereas a large group quite often people tend to just if they're a couple they just tend to stick to themselves a bit or mix with maybe one other couple but if you've got a small group particularly around a dinner table or something you know you're going to share your experiences I think a lot more than if there's a larger group. That's right I mean you can talk over you know what you what you actually did that day and and you know there are long long lasting friendships made from a a smaller group yes and the guides that are used with Europe these days are they local European guides that you're using um, in Europe these days or do you employ Australians who are trained or you know um, is this normally what coach operators do that they they you know go into the the local guiding areas to support the local communities more? That's right. Um, I can't speak on others, but um, certainly um, local guides are are preferable because they know their region, they're very passionate about it, Yes, um, and they can give the information that, look, 
you know, an Australian guide could be perfectly fine, but yes. they would have learned that um, yes, information yes. as opposed to maybe have growing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. living the information. And again, as we said earlier too, you've got more hotel choices too, so you can choose locations that might be more scenic or more central if you're a small group as well. Yeah, that's certainly the case. With the large group, um, they tend to be at the at the mercy of the larger hotels, which quite mm. often aren't centrally located just mm. due to the numbers of people that they have course, to cater for. Yes. Um, the smaller groups can stay in more boutique-style accommodation. Okay, that's fantastic as well. Yes, yeah, so all those benefits of small group touring, and, and um, I can just imagine how wonderful it would be uh, to experience this. And I guess small group touring is not just happening in Europe these days. It's expanding into other countries as well, isn't it? That's right. Um, literally everywhere around the world. Well, now, yeah, <laughs> is doing small group touring. That's which, right. Which was unheard of once upon a time because everyone thought, you know, the more people they could get the better, whereas I think everyone is realising that these the small groups are the better experiences in life, aren't they? That's right, that's right. We're talking travel on To A New RFM and we're looking at small group travel around the place and maybe, Sally Lucas, we might think about some of the nice things that you can do with a small group. Well, that's true, Jane, and I think one of the other things that um, we haven't mentioned is, of course, that you do often have extra days in your stopovers, whereas the old day, the old Cook's Whistle Stop tour, where it was nearly all one night stay, see how many countries we can fit into three weeks or two weeks. Uh, the difference is, again, with the small group touring, it's concentrating on the countries and just doing a couple of countries or two or three, so you're really focusing on that area and you're getting longer overnight stays, which is great, Margaret, of course. And also you enjoy some wonderful local experiences. I mean, just one we were just talking about off air is where you can enjoy a drink in an ice bar. Now, tell us about that. <laughs> yes, well, the, um, the famous ice bars, um, they're made completely of ice, mm -hmm. even the glasses. Mm -hmm. um, they give you nice warm jackets to, uh, <laughs> to put on and you go in as a small group and mm -hmm. we can all go in together mm -hmm. and uh, enjoy a drink in quite a unique location and, and quite a unique experience. And whereabouts is that? That's in Iceland. In Iceland. Of course it would be in Iceland, an ice bar. <laughs> <laughs> Silly question. <laughs> and also there's another one here where, for example, you can take a Turkish cooking class with some locals. Is that true? That is true. In Cappadocia, yeah. um, there's... A uh, you know, with a small group, go yeah. into a, a local home and do yeah. a, a local cooking class and enjoy how to make all those delicious uh, Turkish delights. Yeah, exactly. Probably would be some of the Turkish delight, wouldn't yes. it, as well? The, <laughs> and the genuine one is nothing like the commercially produced stuff that sometimes is, you know... Very sweet, yeah. Yes, yeah. very much so. But that, that different, again, just to be in someone's home and experience the cooking, you know? Yeah, You're getting right. that real feel of, of the country, which I think is fantastic. And here in Morocco, apparently you can stay in a traditional Moroccan casbah. Indeed. Mm. <laughs> Quite an experience. And that, again, is is very unique to a small group, right. being able to stay in unique um, accommodations yes. um, as opposed to having to stay in a hotel with the large group. Yes, definitely. And I can imagine this. I haven't been to the Sahara Desert, but watching the sunrise over the timeless dunes of the Sahara, wouldn't that be a fantastic experience? Have Abs you experienced that? I personally haven't. No. But, um, yes, I've seen many photos and uh, it just looks magical. Stunning. Yeah, stunning. Those are just one of those things, as I said, you can't replace, can you? They no. stay in your memory forever, anything like that. And here again, back in Turkey, they also make some local pita, which was we think of as pizza, but it's their version of pizza is pita, isn't it? That's right, yeah. um, which is 
just delicious. You can get it um, in many places here in Australia now, but I think, you, you know, having it over there would just be sensational. The Turkish food is just delicious. Mm-hmm. We're going <laughs> We're going to go down a food journey, aren't we? Jane and I often digress to food. We, we just consider it's part and parcel of travel. Well, it is indeed. You've got to, you know, it's... It, yeah. If you're, um, you know, again with a small group, you do get the opportunity to, to with those extra yes, night stays yes. as well and a slower pace, you get to get out and, and really enjoy the culture yes. and, you know, maybe go to a local the taverna local yeah. or something like that as opposed to having a buffet three meals a day yes. with a large group. Which becomes very, um, what's the word I want to say, sort of... The clubby sure, mm. but all the same, you know, you're getting that same standard. Monotonous. Not, yeah, it's it's because it's done as a cost saving structure too that that's why they do it. But if you get out, you've really got to, I think, go to local restaurants. If you, you know, look in the window, or hopefully there's a window you can look in or a mm. door, and if it's full of locals, you know, it's a good mm. place to go. That's my theory when I mm. travel anywhere. If it's full of tourists, nah, nah, I'll walk till I find the one that's got the locals in it. That's right, <laughs> and also having local guides, yes. they know their cities uh, and course. towns, so they can recommend where to go off and have a lovely meal. Yeah, which is really quite something fantastic. And also you do hear um, a journey on the amazing Flam Railway. Yes, we do indeed. Um, on our on, on, In Scandinavia, mm. that is. Mm. Um, just an experience, you know, mm. just to tick off that uh, bucket just list. Just such amazing scenery at that part of the world anyway with the fjords and everything. It's really quite a, quite a delightful thing to be able to do. What are some of the other things that you can think of that are different that a small group could do well, or do for do? for example, in Italy, mm-hmm. you could go off to a, um, a pizzeria and make your own pizzas okay. uh, f- mm-hmm. for lunch. Nice. Um, yeah, a lot of the places will do that um, mm-hmm. with a small group. Yes. Uh, they can't cater for the larger groups. No, of course not. Um, there's, yeah, there's many things that you can do, um, you know, in Turkey, uh, stay, on, stay on a Turkish goulet overnight. Oh, lovely. Really experience yeah. that Mediterranean. Yes, the coast, which would be absolutely delightful. And also you can go to a husky mushers camp in Lapland. That's right. Ride with wow. the huskies. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh, look, so many wonderful things. I think everyone will be wanting to just pack their bags and go off on a small group tour somewhere, anywhere in the world would be fantastic right now, wouldn't it? That's right, and it's highly recommended. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you, Margaret. It's been very informative just explaining uh, to our listeners today what what small group touring is like as opposed to other forms of touring. So thank you. You're welcome and thank you for having me. Margaret Sibra from Bunnick Tours. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be doing it again next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM.